you hear a knock on the door and open it to find two friendly representatives from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, otherwise known as the Mormon Church. So what will you say? Will you send them away without a Christian witness? Or will you engage them in a meaningful and Christ-honoring conversation? If you desire the latter, may we suggest the book, Answering Mormon's Questions, by Mormonism Research Ministries' Bill McKeever and Eric Johnson. Answering Mormon's Questions is available wherever you find quality Christian books. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. On April 2nd, 2022, KSL-TV posted on their official website, ksl.com, a video along with two paragraphs with this headline, History of the Saints, Joseph Smith's Greatest sermon, the King Follett Discourse. Bill, I almost fell out of my seat when I first saw that because I realized how important that sermon is, but for a Latter-day Saint television station to produce this video and have it on their TV to say that this is the greatest sermon, I think that's very telling. I can't recall many scholars who are embarrassed by the King Follett discourse, but I certainly have talked with Latter-day Saints over the years, and when I bring up some of the things that Joseph Smith taught in this sermon, they get a bit squeamish. I think it's because they realize if what Joseph Smith is saying is true, it certainly goes against the grain of what a lot of us as New Testament believers hold to when it comes to the person of God and so forth. But here's what it said below the video itself on that website, ksl.com. On April 7, 1844, the prophet Joseph Smith preached a funeral sermon for Elder King Follett before an audience of about 20,000 people in Nauvoo, Illinois. Now, of course, Nauvoo, Illinois was where the church was headquartered towards the end of Joseph Smith's life, and it was a huge city, that's to be sure. At its zenith, you could say that it rivaled the city of Chicago. Now, King Follett is the man's name. It's not a title. He was not a king, but his name was King Follett. And he happened to die in the process of building a well or digging a well. And apparently what we understand is they were lowering or raising rocks and the rope allegedly broke and the bucket of rocks hit him. And he eventually died, I think, about 11 days after this accident took place. Yeah, he was actually buried on March 10th, and he received Masonic honors. And because the Masonic Lodge was a very big part of a lot of Latter-day Saints during that time, there was a lodge in Nauvoo. In the second paragraph, it says, By the doctrines taught and the revolutionary ideas conveyed, it remains one of the greatest sermons he ever preached. Indeed, it has been called 
quote, one of the truly remarkable sermons ever preached in America, end quote. Of course, if you're an evangelical Christian and you believe the New Testament to be the Word of God, I would hope that you would not come to the same conclusion when you read the King Follett Discourse. Bill, I think it ought to be pointed out that 20,000 people supposedly heard this, but this doesn't seem to be very likely when there were only about 11,000 people who lived in Nauvoo in 1845, according to the census. And so uh, some have speculated maybe as few as 8,000. I guess it doesn't really matter, but 20,000 people for a man to be able to be heard on a windy day, this is going to be pretty difficult for everybody to understand what he was saying. Well, let's talk about the video that is on this website. The video includes interviews or statements by at least three scholars that we know of. The first person that you see is a man by the name of Glenn Rawson. And according to KSL.com, it says that this was posted by Glenn Rawson for KSL-TV on April 2nd, 2022. Now, Glenn Rawson is known as an author. He also leads a lot of tours to various LDS sites. So he's involved in, you could say, the travel industry, I guess. But then there's Robert Millett, and there's Alexander Baugh, and there's Adam Petty. Now, Alexander Baugh does a lot of the talking, as does Robert Millett. Now, let me just express my feelings towards Robert Millett right now. I remember it was back in 2013, Robert Millett was with Richard Mao, who was the former president of Fuller Seminary. You know, if you've listened to this show for any uh, amount of time, years ago, we were talking about Richard Mao because he wrote a book in 2012 titled Talking with Mormons. I'll be quite honest, I thought it was a horrible book. I think it's a horrible book because I don't think Richard Mao really understands Mormonism. He certainly doesn't seem to understand Joseph Smith. Let me just read you a small portion out of this book on page 18 where he cites G.K. Chesterton, where he says G.K. Chesterton offered wise counsel when he wrote, quote, Idolatry is committed not merely by setting up false gods, but also by setting up false devils, end quote. But then Mal goes on to say this, Wrongly to demonize a person who is not a demon is itself a terrible thing, and evangelicals have to be careful not to sin against Joseph Smith and his followers by setting up false devils. I wonder if Richard Mao would think that we are actually sinning against Joseph Smith because we do criticize Joseph Smith. We feel that Joseph Smith is going to be responsible for the eternal damnation of a lot of very sincere Latter-day Saints. We never speak ill of Joseph Smith's followers, the lay people. Now, some of the scholars and some of the apologists, naturally, we have to ramp it up a little bit when we're discussing about people who we think should know better. But when it comes to the Latter-day Saint individual who probably is not aware of a lot of the skeletons in the closet of Mormonism over the years past, 
we have nothing but empathy and compassion for those individuals. And we've made that clear many times. But for Richard Mao to tell us that we better be careful not to sin against Joseph Smith, I think that kind of tells you where Richard Mao is. And I personally believe Richard Mao should know better. But this book, Talking with Mormons, folks, it was a horrible book. And we actually did a review of it on Viewpoint on Mormonism several years ago. But what gets me about Robert Millet being in this video is when Richard Mao was at Erdsman Publishers, he was with Robert Millet, and he had just published this book. And Richard Mao had a bad habit of defending a type of Mormonism that Mormons didn't even believe. And what he was doing in this particular case is that someone, a friend of ours, asked a question about the Lorenzo Snow couplet, as man is, God once was, as God is, man may be. Richard Mao tried to deflect that criticism by saying that Lorenzo Snow was not saying that men could become gods like God the Father, but he implied that it was merely referring to men being more like Jesus. Now, that is just utterly false, but what irritated me was Robert Millet stood right there and didn't say a word of correction when Richard Mao said that. Not a word. But yet in this video, he is gushing over the King Follett discourse, which basically goes into a lot more detail what the Lorenzo Snow couplet is implying. Why didn't Robert Millet correct Richard Mao when he did that? See, this is why I have real difficulty with some of these apologists and why I have to question sometimes their honesty in these situations. But yet, when you watch the video, you can see Robert Millet has no problem at all with the King Follett discourse. It sounds like he believes not only every word in it, but he boasts about how Joseph Smith was teaching in this sermon, how God was once a man, how men can become gods. Well, folks, that's the Lorenzo Snow couplet, because that's what it teaches. He gushed about how Joseph Smith basically refutes the idea of creation ex nihilo, and rather how God had to organize matter that already existed. He was gushing about this idea of a council of the gods that Joseph Smith taught, or that the mind of man is co-eternal with gods. He gushes over the concept of the necessity of Mormons to seek after their dead, and plus the idea that children under the age of eight are automatically saved in the celestial kingdom. In those various points, he kind of outlines the whole King Follett discourse. And I'm going to say, Bill, that it's not the first time that it's been called one of the greatest sermons. I mean, the Encyclopedia of Mormonism said the discourse may be one of the prophet's greatest sermons because of its comprehensive doctrinal teachings. But when you take a look, as we're going to do in the next three days, uh, at what was actually said by Joseph Smith, those are heresies, and we would, as Christians, consider what was cited on this TV show to be blasphemous. This sermon does a great job of explaining true Mormon doctrine, and it's opposite of what the Bible teaches about who God is and who we are as human beings. Adding to that, Eric, 
How many times have we had Latter-day Saints tell us that they're Christians just like us? We've used that expression on this show numerous times because that's a common thing that Latter-day Saints say to their evangelical counterparts. Well, we're Christians just like you. I would challenge anybody to just read through the King Follett Discourse. If you're an evangelical Christian, read through the King Follett Discourse and ask yourself as you're going through this, really? A person that believes this is a Christian just like me? I would hope that you would come back realizing that 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 just cannot be true. If you're listening to this show, you have some homework. We're going to give you a website address. You need to go and you need to read through the King Follett Discourse. Go to mrm.org slash King Follett Discourse with hyphens between King Follett Discourse. Follett is with two L's and two T's. And on that website, we have a link going to the video we're talking about today. So you might want to watch that. Just spend some time. 20 minutes is all it's going to take you to hear what these gentlemen have to say. And I think you, as an evangelical Christian who might think Mormonism is the same as Christianity, will be shocked. And I think we should mention before we close this show, Eric, that when Joseph Smith taught this, this was a general conference message. And how many times have we taught on this show that it has been said to Latter-day Saints that conference messages are special messages because they are really reflecting the mind and will of God through God's servants. And of course, the servant in that context would be Joseph Smith, the founder of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.